Okay, so, um, okay, another uh, interview in the series we're doing um, with Sangha members giving Dharma to each other. So I'd like to introduce Paul, and perhaps Paul can just tell us a little bit about himself and why he first came to the center. Oh, about myself, I won't that one. Uh, oh, maybe about um, your life before Buddhism, just a little bit, just so that we, it's so interesting um, how varied our backgrounds are. Uh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm retired now. Um, had 90 years at the pits, uh, three or four years in between doing odds and sods, and then I did uh, about 16 years as a, a forklift truck driver in a warehouse. Right. Uh, a distribution centre. Right. Um, fortunately retired at 55 and I've been, I've been coming here for about 13, 14 years now. Right. Um, before that uh, I was Christian Catholic. Always when, when I got into adulthood found it difficult to believe in, in God but always felt it was something more and I was just out and about in the medical centre one time, and I was in the Waterstones bookshop, and then I was in the religious department and picked up a book on the Tibetan, the Tibetan book of Living and Dying, which piqued my interest, I suppose. And from there, uh, I went online and I found Compassion Centre, and I picked up the phone and I, I spoke to Ivan. Wow. Uh, and I remember she, she said, Well, I'm here. I think it was Tuesday. I'm here all day, every Tuesday, and uh, till about six o'clock or whatever. And I said, "Oh, I can't come over now." I just came over and had a good chat with Irene for a couple of hours, and yeah. So it's wonderful how people arrive here from different routes, mm -hmm. and one of the things that's come up already in the interviews is how important reception has been in you know the person who happens to be here and encouraging people. Yeah. That's yeah. wonderful. Irene was very encouraging. So you came to your first class, and what was that like? I didn't come to my first class for a while. Okay. Um, Irene recommended a book, How to Solve Human Problems, so I took that home and I read it a couple of times, came back, spoke to Fiona, she recommended another book, took that home. <laughs> I've been reading that one yet, that's the thick one, so it's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I followed things on, on, on the site for a while, and Sam Boss was a teacher at, at the time, and I felt a connection with Sam, yeah. and she taught on a Thursday evening, so Sam was, was my first class, and the first time I came, I've joined a lot of things, I've been a boy scout, I've done kung fu, all sorts, <laughs> and, and, and I've, n I've never stuck anything, so I had to make myself a bit of a promise to give it yeah. a go. Um, I think I managed to come August, September time, so I decided I, I was going to stay, at least until Christmas. I'm not the greatest at socialising, so I, so I decided oh, I'll go back for the teas and coffees afterwards as well. And my first class, I was a bit put off, surprisingly put off at how friendly people were. Mm -hmm. not used to being surrounded by so many friendly yeah. people, if you like. And it felt strange. Hmm. Uh, but having made, made that promise, I decided to, to come back the, the following week. And I felt the same then. Um, yeah, but so, so, something, something must have worked, so I'm still coming. It's, one, it's amazing you stuck with it. So you stuck with it till Christmas, and yeah. here you are 14 years later. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, a 
young lady, um, Julia, I've got her last name now, and she was the class assistant. And she'd only been coming about six months before me. And uh, I got the thought, I mean, she seemed, wow, really in, into it. And we would be chatting in here, she would be gazing at, at the Buddhas, taking it all in. Uh, wow, in six months, that'll be me. Um, and it's not me after 14 years. <laughs> and that's when I realised the importance of um, not looking for progress. So sure. just take it as, as it comes. That's a wonderful tip for people, you know, mm. a, a, um, a bit of advice. And I remember you mentioning that to me recently. Could you just say a little bit more about that? Just repeat yeah. it anyway, because it's a very good piece of advice. Yeah. When you come, and I was I was coming regular, and, and I was reading at home, and I was doing more and more. From what we started off small and, and build up. And I did think after six months I would be in the same position as where Julie truly was. And then when you talk to different people and you've got different karmas and and it can be discouraging and as Sarab says, discouraging is useless. Mm. So it was just a case of I've got in my mind that I'll progress as and when. But the important thing to me is I, I realise that I'm creating causes for the future so I might not understand it greatly now. But yeah, I find this like a, a, a really a race. And I've, I've got the baton in this life and I've, I've just got to pass it to yeah. the next one, really. Yeah, so very do, nice. do the best I can. Yeah, yeah, wonderful. Okay, so um, I was going to ask you what you found challenging and maybe that's it or perhaps there's more. Everything. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I used to be class assistant for Sarab. I think it was a Tuesday month in mental hygiene was in hospital or something. And you would come in with a big smiley face and house port the day. And the answer was always the same. It's, it's a battle. It's still a battle. Mm -hmm. um, mm. They say you might lose a battle, but you win the war. I don't think you've ever won a battle yet, to be honest. Yeah, yeah but you just be like, right, you've, you've got to stick in there. It's very inspiring to hear you talk because your patience is coming forth. You know, fortitude, your patience. You haven't seen me driving the car. No. <laughs> Well, I mean, w when I think, where's this going? I don't see people making progress. And then you have the thought, what else is there? Is it that there very isn't anything? Wise, yeah. I mean, uh, Shrav's always talking talk about chocolate, and yeah, I've got a sweet tooth. And I can sit in front of Netflix, which he mentions, with my ice cream, with my chocolate. And that, yeah, I can't eat that much if I feel sick, nauseous. Yeah. I've, I've done that. And you know, it's it just practical things prove that this this is right yeah i tend to think the small things and if the small things are true i think myself well why can't the medium things be true yeah and i don't think about the big things really right yeah, it's very nice too it's sort of building up from it's a great line if the small things are true why can't mm -hmm. the medium things be true if the medium yeah. things are true why can't the big things yeah. be true um and what in what in particular has inspired you? Hmm. Is there some one thing or idea or pra part of a practice? I suppose the thing that I've stuck with most is the Vajrasattva practice. Because I think I've, before I come here, I didn't realize how selfish I was. 
And I think, that's medicine. Medicine doesn't have anything to do now with how selfish I am. Okay. Because you, you don't until yeah. you actually told you are. Yeah. Really. And, and I'm a, a, aware of sorry, not making progress. So I'm aware of it's, it's me abandonment of Dharma in the past. And I know what I've done wrong in this life. Um, I used to have shotguns. I used to go shooting uh, at 14. I would have three people around to buy an air rifle. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Shoot birds. And I, I've, I've done that, so I've, I've got a massive amount of negative karma on the mind. So, yeah, I realise that's, that, that's what needs. You should have seen me with cockroaches in New York <laughs> City. <laughs> we've all, we've all mm. done it. We've all been there. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, right. Um, so you've passed on some very good tips. Um, can you say anything about how you put Dharma into practice in your everyday life, how you integrate it, you know, how you make it work for you on a daily basis or with your life away from the center? I suppose the main thing in daily life is in, in immediate life mm -hmm. because I can get very in, impatient and whenever I get in a car now, before I start a car up, that's what I say, you know, I'll now practice my patience while I'm driving the compassion center. So if I'm driving anywhere, it, it is a practice of, of, of patience for, for me. Um, realizing how selfish I am. Uh, I try not to be as selfish. Even, I was at my niece's 40th birthday and there was a cheesecake. <laughs> and Pauline, she got a bigger piece of cheesecake <laughs> than me and I felt it. <laughs> I thought, how weird, Paul, it's a okay, piece of cheesecake. I think, you know, those those day-to-day -day things really bring it home to us. Yeah. You know, there's just ordinary examples really show us a lot. Yeah. But not to be discouraged because it's only the distance yet to be traveled, you know. You know what yeah. you need to do. One of the things that helps us the most is when the teachers give their their, their personal insights as well. Their, their problems, then it, it makes me realize that it's not only you, Paul. Yeah. The, the teachers are struggling, if you like, yeah. to put it in, in, into practice purely. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, it's normal. Great. Yeah. Okay. And um, how do you see your future in Buddhism? Mm, well, hopefully, I, I can come as long as I can. I've also had, had, had this feeling, as I say, I, I, I struggle with the battle. I've got this feeling that sometime I'm going to come to a point, maybe start in this life, where I think, ah, I've got it now. Uh, yes, I think I will. I will. Well, I will. I'll, I'll continue coming. I'm, I'm very much aware of uh, sort of like the death and impermanence bit now. And even, I never used to think about impermanence much, but it was just before uh, COVID came in, I was sitting in Davis class, I was a, a class assistant then, and I got this feeling, two or three days, or two or three weeks in a row, I could just get up and walk out of here. Mm. And, I've, 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 and I've thought on that a few times, and that made me realise the impermanence of my mind. And earlier in my practice, my, my Asbhai Chandrasri says that I seemed free through the practice. So that was one when I was in the groove, if you like, and then the impermanence 
thing came along and it changed my mind and I could have done, I could have kept making more films. Mm -hmm. uh, but fortunately, I mean, I stopped doing Davis class. I, was, I wasn't coming to the weekends so much. Um, I was just coming to Highlands class on, on the Tuesday. So fortunately, I've kept it going. I think I, I've just wanted you to realise you've yeah. got to keep coming because yeah. I know I talked about the big river. It, it hasn't got to stop growing. Yeah. So I, I've kept it going. But I'm aware of impermanence now and it, it, I could wake up tomorrow and think, oh, I'm not going back. Yeah. So I've, I've got to work and I, and I know that's the negative yeah. karma writing and that yeah. gets back to the I need to feel sorry, I'm abandoning the karma in the past. I know yeah. that's a very real, it's a, it's a fear. You know, it's a and how precious it is that you have this opportunity, yeah. you know, to remember that. Uh, I, but also w what I'm struck by with your talking um, about your um, relationship with Dharma is that you always have come back, you have, you know, and, and mm. identify with Paul who comes back, not the <laughs> Paul who could leave at any moment. Yeah. I mean, um, when I've, I've talked about faith with people before, and sometimes you see people in the weekend, so they feel the faith shines out, out, out of them. And, and I've spoken to people, I think, I, I don't feel I have that faith. Okay. But then people have said, well, you, you keep coming back, so you, 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 you must have faith. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so really maybe the last question might be, um, how do you see Buddhism, and particularly our tradition, Kadampa Buddhism, as affecting the world? Um, you know, we'd often talk about the world becoming more and more rougher, mm. more degenerate. Is there anything, um, is there any way as Kadampa Buddhists you think we could change the world? If everybody came up and changed the world, but... Well, that's not a bad answer, yeah, actually. I, I you think know, such um, a minority, and yeah, we're such a small minority. Yeah. At, at the moment, I, I really don't see it changing the world. I can see it changing us, obviously, in individually. Hopefully, in time, more and more people come, but there's, uh, I haven't got the clear eyes yet. You know, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. But each one of us with clear eyes. Mm -hmm. seeing a pure world yeah. if there are more of us yeah it's getting more of us it's getting yeah. more more people to, to, yeah. to come true um i don't see massive increases in the attendance here yeah i mean you yeah. you, you you may know better yeah no i know we've been told that if you're uh, sorry you see a sincere practitioner or other people pick up on it your mum doesn't kill flies anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I, I suppose that, that, that that's a, a that's a, a probably a very about, big yeah. yeah. <laughs> slugs in, in our garden as well. At one time, you know, just she went, was a went terror, was she? <laughs> yeah. Now she's even picking them up and taking them into the field at the back and, and, and putting them down there. Oh. So yeah, I suppose it's changed a little bit then. Yeah, yeah. Good for the flies. <laughs> <laughs> Good for your mum too. Yeah. All right, Paul, thank you very, very much. It's right. been terrific. Good. It's a lovely, very generous. Thank you. Right, thank you, Paul. Thank okay. you.